0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com. Nothing lasts forever, especially in the video game industry.
1: Sure, microtransactions will be around until we're all dead, but that's the exception. Though when it comes to characters and mascots for games, well, these can outright disappear, no matter how popular they are. Unlike poor Sam Fisher, who went years without getting his own game, and now he's bloody put in everything. This is some real monkey's paw situation where we've been cursed. Just let the old man rest. Or at least give us one more splinter cell, please. Other characters escape this fate, but also aren't so lucky. Ultimately vanishing from space and time, and having their code deleted. So with that being said, let's take a look at this bunch of outcasts. I'm Ben Rowe from WhatCulture.com, and this is 10 video game characters you'll never see again. Number 10 Jack and Daxter. There was a time in the mid 2000s where the industry was throwing anything at the wall and see if it would stick. Development costs weren't that high at the time, and you can make a big game for less than 100 million 200 million dollars and pounds. There was an overwhelming tide of pre-Call of Duty 4 military shooters such as Conflict Desert Storm and Black Hawk Down. And then there was some developers trying to recapture that magic of the PS1. Aside from the many forgettable Crash Bandicoot PS2 games, we got the likes of Ratchet and Clank. And then Naughty Dog even had a second stab at it, with Jack and Daxter. This series was certainly no crash and was weirdly pitted against Ratchet and Clank in a sort of fight to the death to see who would win. Years later, we certainly know who came out of the victor. After having such a mixed identity, Naughty Dog and Sony left Jak and Daxter behind in the mid-2000s to focus on another little game called Uncharted. Then from there they went on to The Last of Us and they're really never going back. Since then we had every game remastered for PS4 and that's it. They seem to have just disappeared. Number 9 Glover. The tale of Glover is a sad one, and one that most will never even hear about, and sure you will not be blamed for never hearing of Glover, what with nearly every fifth generation video game that dared to jump in the third dimension being almost unplayable today. Glover though was a victim of bad business, and Nintendo having a stranglehold over every cartridge they sold. Initially Hasbro only wanted to make 150,000 copies of this game, which was probably the right decision at the time, but after being offered a certain deal, they bumped it up to 300,000, and this is where it all went wrong. By now, you can guess that Glover didn't sell for all 300,000, because Glover isn't around today. If it had sold that much back then, Glover would have been on everything. Maybe even on Mario's hands. Hasbro was left with around half of the stock, meaning they still had 150,000 left. And from there, it was pretty much game over. This is a damn shame, because Glover was trying to do something different at the time. What with the ball that you was tasked to protect, being a vital mechanic, changing into totally different balls for any situation. It's all you need. And you could even use it to kill enemies with. What more do you want? And now Glover's owned by Atari, which means it ain't gonna come back anytime soon. Number 8 Old Snake. Now, is it fair to segment a character by their age on this list? Well, if Kojima does it with Metal Gear Solid, then. Yeah, it's fair game. Even if not, you won't be seeing this version of Solid Snake anytime soon. Metal Gear Solid 4 tied everything up in a nice bow. And after that, the franchise went back in time for another Big Boss outing. And with that outing, they ditched David Hayter, who was Solid Snake, in any form, regardless. And then of course, there's the big elephant in the room, the split between Kojima and Konami. This has been rumored to be on the mend for many years now, but still, we're probably gonna get a remake first. Or we get another Big Boss adventure, and technically, Big Boss is not Solid Snake. Or old snake, so that counts. Number seven, Raziel. The Legacy of Kane is one of those franchises that have all been forgotten by now. Now there does seem to be a massive cult following for this game, but they're pretty quiet these days. And you can't blame them after their baby was turned into a multiplayer affair. Because of course that made business sense at the time. It's always the business. This experiment never actually left beta in 2015. Back when beta still meant beta and it wasn't a glorified demo. And before this the last significant entry in the franchise was 2003. The best thing players can ever hope for is maybe a remaster someday. Because let's be honest, we're not going to get another proper entry in the franchise. If Square Enix doesn't find Tomb Raider or a Hitman financially viable today, then the legacy of Kane certainly isn't. Number 6, Tingle. If there was ever one character we should all come together and stop returning, it's gonna be this guy. Just look at the thing. Honestly, why wasn't this abomination banished to the Shadow Realm years ago? First appearing in Majora's Mask, this creep somehow found his way into several games, almost stalking Link throughout the franchise, and then managing to get his own DS game. Color-changing Tingle's balloon trip of love might be lovely for some, but let's all stay away from that one, and by all counts it should be locked away with the Ark of the Covenant. Keep it away from me sadly the specter of tingle is never going to truly leave us what with him haunting smash brothers and that's never going to end even with his outfit showing up in breath of the wild we can be pretty sure he's done for or hopefully we found it because he was mauled by a bunch of goblins in that game that'd be good number five Nico Bellic. The smartest thing the minds over at Rockstar have ever done, other than creating GT Online, which is basically a license to print money, is giving each game of the franchise its own identity. This allowed them to essentially tell whatever story they wanted, and in any setting, within realistic parameters anyway. Since the early days of the PS2, Dan and Sam Hauser haven't missed a beat with this one, and have created so many great characters. Apart from one which seems to be a mixed bag for many, and that character, Nico Bellic. Nico was a very different protagonist compared to the rest in the GTA franchise, and was clearly trying to tell a more serious down-to-earth story one that probably won't be revisited anytime soon and yes not many GTA characters ever really return apart from a cameo or something like that but thanks to fallout overpayment with Nico's voice actor it's clear we're never gonna see Nico again Number 4, Buck Bumble Ubisoft has been around for quite some time now and wasn't always trying to force us to climb towers or pasting Tom Clancy's face over everything. No, at one point in their history, they made smaller games with their own unique takes on play. From this time period, the only real standout was Rayman. But of course, we're here to talk about Buck Bumble. Set in the far-flung future of 2010, after a chemical spill and some cybernetic implants, Buck Bumble had the task of leading a resistance of bees. It was a matter of life, death and pollination and a truly out there premise which won't be revisited anytime soon. Buck Bumble has been forgotten by everyone out there apart from me and maybe one person at Ubisoft. He wasn't even crammed into Tom Clancy's elite squad, and that's saying something. A cameo in Assassin's Creed or Far Cry is the best we can hope for now, just look out for those bees. Or if he learns to wield an MP5 machine gun, Buck could join the ranks of Rainbow Six. Then he could have a second chance, maybe. Rain B6 anyone? Number 3, Johnny Silverhand. E3 2019 was a magical time. Hype for the upcoming new game by CD Projekt Red was through the roof. They were beloved by all, and they couldn't do no wrong until Cyberpunk 2077 launched. But before that game came out, we all had our minds blown because Keanu Reeves, the legend himself, was going to be in this game. Thanks to his roles in The Matrix and his resurgence in John Wick, anything this man touched was going to get some attention. Now combine that with the Cyberpunk hype, and anticipation for this game was through the roof. This was going to be a runaway success, but at the end of it all, his character's journey was pretty much finished. Without going into extreme spoilers, sure he could be in another game down the line, or some DLC, but that wouldn't really fit the main tone, and Keanu isn't really someone cheap to hire either. His stock's going to keep going up and up, especially with this new Matrix coming out soon. So sadly, Johnny Silverhand's probably just going to fade away. Number 2, Kyle Katan. A long time ago in a decade where Star Wars wasn't owned by Disney, the films were middling into good, but the games of that era absolutely rocked. Possibilities were endless in the late 90s and early 2000s, with an expanded universe being able to offer a wealth of new interesting stories. And now this just isn't the case, with everything having to be dictated by Disney and fit into their tiny little timeline. Unfortunately, this really does shackle games and the Star Wars brand, forcing characters into the background and wondering why they weren't there in the films but before that we had so many good games like the jedi knight series led by karl katan he might be everything so many star wars fans want in the protagonist he was cool and cocky like han solo he wielded a lightsaber like obi-wan kenobi and had a dark past with the empire he was a former stormtrooper and he even worked with luke skywalker who ran a successful jedi academy and wasn't off sucking some green alien tit milk Unfortunately for us, though, Disney rendered this series and this character redundant, so we'll never have his story finished. Number 1. Jill Valentine. Okay, okay, this one might be a long shot, but you can't blame me it doesn't seem like there's a spot for Jill anymore. Capcom is almost doing whatever they can to make sure Jill is forgotten, or leaving it just as a plot device. The Resident Evil 3 remake was certainly a thing that was released in 2020, but it almost felt like it was being just kicked out of the door, just so fans would stop harassing them after the phenomenal Resident Evil 2 remake. Forgotten in the 6th major entry of the franchise, as her longtime friend Chris went to save the world in a global effort, Jill just seemed to be sidelined. Literally every character bar Claire was in that game, and when you played as Ada Wong, her partner was just man. This could have been Claire, or even more importantly Jill. What were you thinking Capcom? There wasn't even a whisper of her in Resident Evil Village, and as the game jumped forward in time at the end, the writing is on the wall for the Master of Unlocking. Especially as it seems Capcom might be moving forward to another generation of heroes. And honestly, it's just a real damn shame. We've not had Jill star in a game since Revelations, and even putting her as a side character in, I don't know, 9 Awesome Village DLC would be something. Come on Capcom, sort it out.